Atlanta Toyota presents WSB In-Depth. So the short version, if you're just joining us, deadline passed. Fulton County did not pay the ransom. The hackers have not made any data public, but they've got the ability to do so anytime they take a mind to. Canton-based cybersecurity expert Rick Hudson joins us. We appreciate your time and expertise this morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. So I am curious here, not everybody will say so one way or the other publicly, but do most companies or governments or school districts pay the ransom when this happens? Is there a standard procedure that's recommended? Is it more dangerous not to pay? Chris, that is always up to the company's risk appetite and whether they feel like it is better for them to hold their data or whether they think they are being bluffed at any one time or whether they don't care if their data is out in public, if they're a very public entity. So I live in DeKalb County. I got a traffic ticket, though, inside Fulton County. You know, it was a few years ago, but I guess they've got my Social Security number, my address, all that stuff. That's one thing. But, you know, where does this end? Is this more or less practice for bigger things later on? you got power grids, water systems, the banking system. It really is worrisome. Yes, sir. Most definitely. We are seeing every day in cybersecurity a different organization that's been hacked or breached one way or another, either by ransomware or they have threat actors inside their networks that they didn't even know about until they engaged a company like ours or similar to ours that went in and actually did a deep dive so at home or even at work, you know, we can change our passwords, make them 20 letters long, freeze our credit, all that stuff. You know, but our info being stolen from a government or a hospital is with this United Healthcare breach we've reported this morning. Is there anything, anything at all that, you know, you or I or people listening can do to prevent this or to protect ourselves after the fact? Chris, our best protections are, as you talked about earlier, keep a complex password on everything you do. Keep two-factor authentication on everything you do. We prefer our, our clients using a two-factor app, and most financial organizations and other organizations allow for that two-factor authentication. Sometimes you have to contact them to enable it, but you can definitely get those extra protections on there. The biggest thing we want everybody to do is reach out, lock their credit reports, we want you only use credit purposefully probably six or eight times a year if you're applying for a new loan, things like that, or if you're doing a credit card update, things like that. But we want you to use a password manager as well because those will help you generate those complex passwords and then they will store them for you on your device. That will keep the whole data encrypted on that device, encrypted in transit going up to that password manager's cloud so that you've got them even if your device is ruined and also at rest in, in that provider's cloud as you go forward. And then no matter what device you're on, you can go and log in to your password manager and log into the sites you need for monthly bills, finance, anything else that you do hasslesome but worth it sir uh cybersecurity expert rick hudson here in the metro we appreciate your time this morning thank you so much thank you chris